Anything which comes from the heart is most welcome. So it's all good. Everything is okay. So we will start with Nilakantanji's some rendering. Okay. Om Brahma Bhuta Prasannatma Nasochati Nakankshati Samas Sarveshu Bhuteshu Mad Bhaktim Labate Param This is from 18th chapter of Bhagavad Gita. Feromba corrected is verse 54. The one who has become Atman or Brahman is serene in the mind and he is neither grieves nor desires. That is, never thinks about the past and grieves nor thinks about the future and desires. He is same to all beings and because of that he obtains the highest of bhakti. Highest of outwards the Lord. Okay, Ji. Thank you, thank you. You can also put this uh, saying that it is the impartial spaciousness in us or the neutral. Yeah. Which, which is the only thing to attain if something to be attained, if you think it is to be attained. And all our efforts should be to get into this space where there is no personal interest, identity. The other name for that is selfishness. Actually, these words, if you talk in day-to-day -day language with anyone from any culture, any background, they will take it very derogatory, you know, selfishness or ego. But a seeker knows what selfishness means. Selfishness doesn't mean when we do a very overt act of meanness. Even choosing something favorite for yourself, leaving others in a very subtle way also, even at your mind level that nobody notices, is also selfishness. Because it is not uh, a derogatory term. It is, the, it is a problem because we think we are this body-mind. So this has come out only from that. Because the moment I feel myself as an entity separate from others, I will do whatever I can to keep myself safe and secure from, from death, from whatever uh, I feel as threatened because basically till I feel I am this body-mind, I am not more than an educated animal. And remember God is not an animal. And remember you are not an animal. Till we think we are this body-mind, nobody can save us from being an animal. And all animals die. Animals mean the one who is having animal instinct. And this body also has those instincts. You can stay with those instincts and die. You can refine those instincts. You can label them something else. You can make it more sophisticated. You can make it culturally acceptable, all those instincts. 
but still those animal instincts are there. So we have to move from that animal mode to that pristine awareness mode, to that godliness in us. It is an effort. And this effort comes also from that grace from within. But yes, it is not going to happen if you if you are leave it for the nature to take it. It, it might happen. Eventually the evolution will happen one day. And some people don't even see that there is something needs to be done better than this. They are happy at this level. Some are very happy at this level. Very happy, I have to say very cautiously because these people who say I'm very happy, then 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 they then something comes and they, they suffer also that much as they are looking happy with something they have got. And then they are so it is like a roller coaster staying in this animal zone. Yo-yo. It's a yo-yo effect, yes. If you see, even, even a pet dog looks very happy all the time. What is about this happiness? You give something, you take something, you achieve something, you feel happy. But what is real happiness? Real happiness is staying as real self, that's all. That happiness is in that reality which we all are. But we can't be both. Nobody can be both. Because it is all your perception from which level you see things. If you see things at the level of as a person, you will be always in ego mode. Though you can be happy. It's not about that day-to-day -day happiness or irritation. But but you are playing in the ego mind level. So staying happy at the ego level, there are different sadhanas or practices or methods. And achieving total freedom, it's a different ball game altogether. It depends what you are looking for. And whatever you are looking for is perfectly fine for you. Then don't compare your notes with anyone else. Recently someone was asking me that if I get this freedom or what you call a self-realization or what I am what going to achieve. Now, what can you achieve? You might lose something. You will lose your ego. You will lose your identity. You might also lose interest in money making. Maybe from billionaire, you might be left only millionaire. Maybe your family might leave you. Maybe your friends who loved partying at your home, they will all leave you. Maybe you might lose everything. What you call as achievement or uh, losses. Actually, honestly, if you ask anyone, if someone puts you this question that what I am going to get out of it, it's better to say that person, please stay with your things because there is almost guarantee that you will lose everything.
and then you will run after me but the but the irony is that that person will never be interested in it who he, is, is still looking for param things. shanti sorry we get param shanti that supreme shanti he gets no but that person is saying that he gets shanti in his money and his achievements he's already yeah, that's he, not param shanti that is worldly shanti that's a supreme shanti is not there yeah but the thing is that you can't convince anyone for anything you can't convince he has to get convinced yeah so if he is if someone is convinced in wherever he is or she is or whatever they are doing and they think that is fine that is perfectly fine it is that is why i think um, someone was asking the last part i can't read from what i sent and i thought it is such a important thing james has asked for the last last part was the most good part of that thing which i sent that there are few people who are on this path and fewer are chosen you know it the list list gets smaller and smaller because so many people come into this path whatever their age is whatever they are but somehow Same Sorry, James. I think you were saying something. Sorry, Spongey. I just can't. I, I just cannot read on my screen. My screen might be a bit too small. I was just wondering if you could send um, what the first four or five lines are as well, because I can't read it on my screen. Okay, I'll email it to you. Don't so worry. I'll. I'll... passage don't worry i'll email okay. it to you on your uh, yeah you can read it but that story i think most of the people might be already knowing this is about a small girl who was 5 years of age who came with her father and another sister to bhagwan her name was indra and she was touching and running around and touching bhagwan's things and he said that what are you doing why you are so restless and before that bhagwan was saying you can do work but you can be still within so she said i am still within i am just moving my body is moving i am still and bhagwan had a big laugh and next day again she wanted to ask things and bhagwan with discussion it came that i am not the body i am that self that is what it is it was naham deham koham soham which means i am not the body i am the self and she took it as a mantra and kept repeating and then i think vishwanath swami the other person who was there he said why you are teaching these things to such a small girl she will not understand bhagwan replied to the, him that you have understood everything but you are not free what do you mean by understanding to be free you don't need mind understanding this understanding goes somewhere else it is not the understanding of the mind and then this girl after two months of visit with to bhagwan when she went back back to andhra she was from andhra pradesh she felt very sick and her father told that she died saying the same mantra and attained peace so he made a samadhi at home and bhagwan said she 
he agreed that she liberated at such a young age at five years of age and i sent that because we had this beautiful uh, video from our young satsangis you know in our group so it is not about age it is not at all about age you know every any age everyone anyone can get into it it is not it's our it's that purity of heart they have yeah yeah in fact it is the other way around it is much easier at a young age because they are not tainted with all ego and grudges and all that exactly the purity of heart they have no accumulation the purity of heart yes no you know vivekanand used to say for his guru ramakrishna paramahansa that buddha is every time pure buddha means an old this old person is pure because he never went to school he is illiterate he never acquired all that garbage so this is what the message is in a nutshell that anyone who is receptive to this knowledge and anyone who is open and humble for it will get it wherever that person is whatever circumstances are actually if you see circumstances are always conducive for freedom at for everyone wherever they are this is the way god has made that door of liberation next to us next to our bedside it's like a you know switch next to our bedside he is so kind he is so compassionate and this is the reason why bhagwan always used to say you don't have to leave your family and you have to don't have to run away he was even against changing clothes and start wearing something you know robes and those things if it has to happen it will happen that way but you don't have to change externally in that sense change of profession or you know whatever it is if it has to happen it will happen but focus only on this on your atman all the time practice it 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 needs practice it needs efforts bhagwan always believed in practice without practice if it happens then also bhagwan says that it you must have practiced in the previous births that's why it has happened now so quickly so early practice is nothing your interest in it looking within and it is not that difficult you just have to understand what you are looking within if you look is keep sitting and on your default mode network you keep thinking you are brooding that's not that you are in the domain of mind keep thinking this happened with me this will happen with me this people did to me daydreaming brooding on these things that's not looking within that is just looking into the thoughts in the garbage pile that's not he is saying but if sincerely you keep looking within you will find what i'm talking about you don't have to intellectualize it you don't have to find a method for it method will also come to you you will get the method which is most conducive to you you know when bhagwan says self inquiry 
don't think it is like some inquiry and you have to put a question and who am I? People make a lot of things out of it. Self-inquiry is a big domain. You put this question to you or you look within or you abide in self or you look into awareness or you pay attention to that witness. You can take it any way. Basically, it is looking within, self-inquiry, inquiring about self in whatever way it works for your mind, whatever way you can pay attention to it. Don't think it is just one sub-method. It can be different for you. And it, it will work for you. And it might work for someone else also. But it is sitting with your own silence, in your own pure presence. This can happen and, there, and then there are so many things or you can call as rules or regulations or methods or pointers which you will understand very, very something. If it touches you, it hits you. That is what pointers means. It points to the direction. It can not take you, but it will point. And if, if somehow you're you understand your conscience will will be sitting this already there. But looking in a different direction, we don't get it. Like for an example, almost all the sages says the same thing. Don't believe that this mind is yours. Don't give take ownership of the mind. Why is it? Because all the time we have misused, abused this mind so much so that we live in the mind only, never outside. Because in, in truth, even when you discard mind and the manonasha and whatever happens and you are in the self, that mind is still lying somewhere close to you, not to me. It still stays with you only understand but it's it is like you have taken away the poisonous teeth out of the snake it is not never going to bite you that is the beauty of it when you transcend mind and are in awareness this this is the power of it if you go into even bhagwan's life bhagwan used to dream at night Tell me where that dream has come from if there is no mind. And he used to share his dream with other people. Like with Sadhu Arunachala, he once said that we all, we all went inside the Arunachala. It is a big city inside and we saw this. He said, oh, that was only in your dream. He said, but this is also a dream. There is no difference between that dream and this dream. What it means, Bhagwan was still seeing people and beings, he could see things. But what he's trying to say is that mind has no effect, like an effect on a sansari. Everything pinches us. Anything which has not even happened in life affects us just by thinking, just by a thought that if this happens like this, what will happen to me? But someone who is so much engaged in mind, 
This is a very big tool to say that mind doesn't belong to you. You are not the mind. Mind is not for you. At least now you stop thinking and creating more thoughts or engaging in them. Otherwise, how would you know this spaciousness, this awareness, which you are? So this pointer or this method of not engaging is so important. Because you need that distance, that gap in which you can just stay as what you are. Not these parts of the matter. Mind is also a matter. Though it is subtle, but it is part of matter. Thoughts. Thoughts can be traced by EEG, by subtle test, by functional brain scans. When a thought comes, how the changes in the mind happens. In the EEG waves, also changes on the brain. In the structural brain, you can see the changes with each thought. It has its print. When you move out of this mind game and you pay attention within, you have few, few clues to know this self. Self is the silence within. Independent of thoughts, thoughts might come and go and stay and keep knocking, but silence is separate. You have to have an ear for those, that silence within. And that ear is not this ear, it is your heart from where, from where you can perceive that silence. For which you have to sit with yourself, be with yourself, have interest for yourself, have, have intense longing to know the self. Be devotee of this self, surrender all your income, all your energy, all your desires for that. Make that as your life goal. Nothing else. Else will continue and this will be the biggest discovery of your own self. Even before knowing that self, you will know that what I thought I am doing, it's just happening. Everything happens on its own. More you surrender to that purity in you, someone else will do your work. Remember, you are entering that absolute. This dream word is nothing for that absolute. It is nothing for that absolute. But who has that much of trust, that much of faith in absolute to surrender? It is not surrender if you keep complaining that I wanted this and I didn't get, get this and I'm looking for this and God is not listening to me. If you are complaining, that means you have not surrendered. 
when you surrender then he looks after everything with our limited mind we cannot grasp that infinite in fact this mind is the obstacle in it as lin was talking about this mushroom mind and it was reminding me about the magic mushrooms when we did the retreat because we were told there are a lot of mushrooms and there were a lot of mushrooms in yara valley and people were saying don't have them you know you will get lost we are already lost in this big maze of mind and if someone doesn't tell you that don't listen to these thoughts how can you detach yourself so many people speak to me one to one and they have one question can we continue the way we are dealing with our life and still get liberated and when you dig deep they want to continue with their indulgence and their selfishness and to achieve this and that and then they think they will do one hour or two hour practice and then they will achieve this also if you are really interested in this and if you are interested to get it asap and you want to know a direct path then keep quiet what bhagwan says summa yeru you just observe everything completely detached this is not detachment if i am watching and someone is saying something and i am feeling angry or unhappy and i am saying no i am witnessing what i am witnessing i am witnessing anger i am witnessing greed i am witnessing hate i am actually witnessing that i am involved that's what i am witnessing but perhaps you can start there but go beyond it witness from that which is always uninvolved which was never complice to any of the bodily things what body did good or bad which was never part of the story of this body mind complex has anyone heard read autobiography of a yogi autobiography of a yogi can be there yeah. 
बट ऑटोबायोग्राफी ऑफ सेज कैन नेवर बी देर आई गारंटी यू ऑटोबायोग्राफी ऑफ सेज कैन नेवर बी देयर बिकॉज इफ ही हैज टू राइट हिज ऑटोबायोग्राफी इट विल बी एम टी पेजेस बिकॉज देर इज नो अकम्पलिशमेंट देर नो अचीवमेंट देर इज नो आई फॉर योगी देर आर लॉट ऑफ अकम्पलिशमेंट ही कैन फ्लाई ही कैन डू मैजिक ही कैन लिव फॉर थाउजेंड ईयर्स ही कैन प्रोड्यूस थिंग्स इन हिज हैंड ही कैन डू लॉट ऑफ थिंग्स एंड योगी लुक आर वेरी हेल्थी they might be sleeping for 2 hours and they can live for 200 years so they can write autobiography part 1 part 2 part 3 sage has nothing to write there is nothing there honestly if he wants to write he can't write and this is the biggest problem lot of people get confused between different domains of spirituality if you want something to be left then my request is don't take the path of non duality don't become bhagwan's devotee bhagwan is going to finish everything i'm warning you like you are entering into the tiger's mouth you are already entered he will finish the only thing left will be bliss but no person that is for guarantee the bliss will be so deep so profound that instrument which gives rise to the body will be destroyed permanently you know the ego never wants to die it always puts out questions which looks very genuine but full of fear someone today asked me what will happen to me if i get liberated if i don't get a body then what body will i get how will i live if all these with all these uncertainties if you want to leave and you want to jump you want to transcend without any questions then liberation is at your door but if there are ifs and buts and if this happens and that happens and you put for your own liberation you are putting thousands of conditions my god how would it happen then we want something but we want in our terms isn't it this is the problem and this is not us it is our mind because it only knows conditioning it is a conditioned self 
that pure self when it gets conditioned into this mind it becomes so small it loses its real identity it acts like a beggar though is the king and the mind becomes its sarthi driving seat mind becomes the driver so change of position has to happen if you want bliss you should be on the driving seat and mind should take a back seat or maybe get out of this chariot problem is closest to us our enemy is always with us sleeping with us every night waking up with every night even in dream this this enemy within us is always there how to separate first thing is give away this relationship by not giving any more work to mind work of desires attachments greed jealousy anger selfishness lust but it becomes a hard task if you point like this nobody can do like this simply look within and pay attention to the pure awareness that silence when you are working when you are sitting alone when you are in nature or even when you are in argument with someone you stay in your place never lose this place keep paying attention to this pure awareness within you're looking outside but actually you're looking within you know the seeds sadhaks or seekers their eyes goes upwardly the body habitus changes because all the energy is going within in a party people are appreciating clothes or things and he has no clue because all energy is going within all nitty gritty planning of small things which most of the people do he has no clue you know whatever we plan is some things we plan because we think if we don't plan if we go somewhere you know i might not take my proper clothes then i'll be having my catch up cold it's all about comfort it's all about some part of selfishness sometimes we do for others just because we should look okay you know others should not feel like this everything the moment this doer disappears your millions of tasks what you do every day disappears and that is the lightness and spaciousness of it because you are 
Raji, you are you have accepted everything. The whatever is happening is all bliss. You know, a worldly man, even if he was pure, pure, honest, helping others, he sees so many problems in the world. And a jnani doesn't see any problem, as if he is blind to all the problems. As Nila Kantanji was saying, he is in Param Shanti. And his desire, if he gets one desire, could be everyone should be in peace. And for him, everyone is in peace. It is people's mind which makes them believe they are not in peace. If from now onwards, all the time we stay in that awareness mode. You know, in aircon these are modes, hot, cold, air, you just have to change this mode within. It would be, it would have been very easy if there would have been a button, isn't it? But I say there is a button, but it's a one-way button. If you have already pushed, you are a seeker, you are moving and the ego is dissolving. Every moment it is dissolving. Maybe you are carrying a big ego, so it is taking time. But it is dissolving each and every moment. You are moving from form to formless each moment. And sometimes it happens spasmodically for people. You have intense experiences which they call Satori. Some people go into spurts of it and then stay there for very long and then come out. But when they come out, Half of them are still absorbed in it, so there is very less which comes out. And for some it is a gradual slow process that they can't even appreciate it. And for others it just happens and it's done, like Bhagwan. But Bhagwan says that he must have done before, though he never told us about his previous lives. And I think that is very good of him. There is no point in discussing previous lives. If you are not interested in this life, why would you be interested in previous lives? Actually speaking, it is dangerous. Yeah, because some people would be more interested in what you were before and this and that, you know. Yogis love discussing previous lives. They talk a lot about previous lives. There is a famous shloka in chapter 15 of Gita. Matta smriti jnanam apohanam cha. Veda is chasarve rahameva vidyala vedantakrit veda videva chaha. I am the one who is memory. I am the one who, who destroys memory or who is forgetfulness. 
and because of that his forgetfulness only he we have forgotten the previous life and if i want to revive it then i have to do some yogic task or yogic deed why should i do that it's waste of time because it's not adding value i'm just uh, going to oh, she is somebody walking the road is my wife i will say <laughs> and then the problem starts more <laughs> very true yeah actually bhagwan's path is so pure so direct you know i'll tell you who would be the bhagwan's biggest devotee is the one who has tasted that divinity because before that you can fake like i am bhagwan's devotee and i am on the path of self inquiry and i would like to go that and maybe you are a genuine seeker and you your intellect have told you that this is the best very clean very straight and then you are convinced because lot of people went on this path and they tasted that pure self but you will become the ardent devotee the day you will be that see all these people sadhu mannamalai swami murugnar how much they wrote you know murugnar can't believe how much trunks of trunks of stuff he wrote in praise of bhagwan they say it is more than 40000 verses out of which only a little bit has been found yeah and i can't believe you know when you you can you can just get emotional when you even talk about bhagwan's devotees you know how much power and that power is just getting thousands folds now it is exponentially powerful now you know initially i have to be very honest initially when i understood things i understood i thought i understood because of bhagwan's picture only and i still i have to say that is what i thought his picture in front and it sorts out everything his eyes a small piece of arunachala hill just your intense love i think people were talking about love in the group love moves mountains and love is devotion love is bhakti and love is surrender when you are in love you surrender completely total surrender where you don't want anything from anyone for any reason you just give and if you surrender to arunachala you surrender to bhagwan you become bhagwan only because what to what can you surrender what do you have to surrender except garbage this ego the moment you surrender your ego what is left is bhagwan only 
भगवान इन एवरी वंस हार्ट अंडरस्टैंड दिस ट्रूथ एंड सरेंडर कंप्लीटली टू दैट भगवान इन आवर हार्ट लेट दैट भगवान स्पीक ऑन लेट दैट भगवान टेक्स कंट्रोल ऑफ द बॉडी वॉट एवर इट डज और डजन डू हु केयर्स यू जस्ट एंजॉय योर ब्लेस बिकम द मोस्ट लेजी पर्सन you think you can change this dream world how many sages have come and they went away and we are sitting for the third world war do you think egoistic minds will understand let them continue their journey self destruction or destruction of the world you should know the truth what all needed for liberation first is you should be born as human being which i now don't believe is as the request but still let's talk about the majority a birth as a human being with a normal intellect so one qualification done the second is your interest for liberation that is why we are seeker second done third you need a guru and there is a guru bhagwan shri ramana maharishi what else do you need that's all on the top of it icing on the cake we have a satsang we are together we can help each other what else how fortunate you are patience and perseverance are the two things which will establish you firmly in your pure self because that is what we all are when we are humble when we have humility and we are sincere and we only know in our heart how sincere we are we don't have to prove to anyone and we don't have to show to anyone even if you want to show to anyone no one is interested in this world be with your own intense longing and continue dwelling within you are that purest of pure jewel don't waste this life in this garb of garbage which is external which is like you know like when you have coconut it looks so rough from inside when you break open it's white this coconut water same is this body this mind it looks rough it might have done lot of mistakes go within 
something, stay within. And try to establish, make that your home, permanent home. Don't move. You know, they say the testing times comes and a lot of turbulence happens. And long time back, I was reading some of Mother Teresa's letters, which she sent it to um, from where she came, I think from Canada. She wrote some letters, they were made open when she was in Calcutta. And she said, it looks so gloomy, so dark and I can't find my way, though I'm doing all the right things. So it comes in everyone's life. But then there is light at the end of the tunnel. It is like rebirth. You know, people say about celebrating birth of this body. Bhagwan used to say you should be ashamed of these birthdays because first thing is you must have desires so you are born you are a desirous person kami person that's why you have a body and now the second thing is what to celebrate unless you have celebrate the day when you get liberated when you are really born when you are eternally born because this birth will lead to death only but that birth will have no death. Death of the ego is your eternal life. If you are ready to die while living, then you will be living eternally. And it is in your hand only. You know, Nobody wants to die. But all who believes their name and form will die. That is the tr truth. Earlier you know that you are this nameless, formless awareness. Death cannot touch you. When death to the body will come, you will also watch in that bliss which is eternal. Death will only intensify that bliss. Right now, even if you are a jnani, whatever suffering body goes through, pain body goes through, still you will feel that pain, isn't it? So it might create some ripples in your bliss, but when you have no body, then how much bliss
we all are given a body a mind a job a family and circumstances so wherever we are whatever we are is the role of the destiny of the body don't fight with that just detach yourself with that look within understand and know who you are in reality and be free don't underestimate the power of yourself it is infinite power it is everything it is the powerhouse mind is nothing in front of it it's like you're hiding the big sun with your fingernail it is like this big infinite awareness is everywhere it is everything it is the substrata and everyone is moving with their fingernail in front of their eyes so they can't see the sun and this is mind only you remove it and you see it everywhere previously you couldn't see it and now you see it everywhere isn't it amazing now you don't see any place where he is not just listen to your awareness it's pure silence love that silence this power of silence will merge your mind in it what people call as pure mind that pure mind can only happen when it sees that power of self that makes it pure even if you cannot understand even a bit of it 
but if you're open your heart is open to it it will make it it will do changes as required it's like five star service to you if you're open to it it will do it its work in its own way have faith on it faith can move mountains Shant, Shant, Shant. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you, Sanjay. Thank you, Mahavir. Thank, Thank you. you.